On with the show. of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast, and of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerd app. How are you? It's freaking Monday morning, god damn it. Can't believe it's so early. It's been a long weekend. It's the beginning of the weekend. You know what? I, I know I make that promise every single episode. I don't know if I'll be able to do it this How week. How come you never promise that you're going to get people through the weekend? Because the weekend takes care of itself. Everyone gets through the weekend. I mean, it's a great time. Some people may not remember what they did over the weekend because it's party time for some and, you know, not like everybody. Uh, I had to I had to work this weekend, so it really wasn't that great for me. I just kind of hung out, enjoyed life, and worked, really. That's, that's pretty much all I did this weekend, but I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a long, sluggish week. Maybe it's because today's an extra day off for a lot of people. What's it, Martin Luther King Day today? It's is President's it Day. Day. I don't fucking know. I, I, you know what? I don't fucking know. When was Mar- wasn't that like a couple weeks ago or some shit? When, when, when was that one? When was I don't that one? know. I, don't I just know, know that there's no school, there's no mail. That's all I know. I stopped knowing this stuff when I was a kid in school. When I used to circle in the calendar what days were off, that's when I knew what day it was. I don't even know anymore. I don't really care. I just know today's a holiday. What the fuck is it? Easter or some shit? I don't even know. When's Valentine's Day? Is it over yet? And you know what also fucks me up, too, is the fact that the stores already have Easter stuff up. So it's like, I don't even know what month it is anymore. I don't know what day it is anymore. I don't know what we're supposed to be celebrating. I just know we're having off today. And the only reason why I even know that is because the freaking mail, I'm expecting something to come in the mail. And that got pushed back a day because today, obviously, nothing's moving because of the holiday. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. Someone's out there like, what the fuck's he told Martin Luther King? Wasn't that like last year? What the fuck? What the fuck? When the hell was that even? I think it was in January. Was it January? I think so. I thought it was, I, you know what? I have no fucking clue. And I'm leaving that in. I don't give a shit. What else do you Yeah, do well, I don't, like, does anyone keep track of these holidays? It's just a, either you're uh, off or you're not. I, that's all. I think you know the holidays by, you know, I, I think you don't like the back of your hand when you're either like a what, like a postal worker when you have off, or like a banker when you have off every single holiday, and you just know them, or when you're in school and you're looking forward to them and you're continually beat over the head. I think part of it is because we don't have TV anymore. We don't have TV telling us what the hell to do anymore. It's just like we just don't even pay attention to it. We no, just you watch have what me. we want. You have me with my days. Oh, God, don't remind me. I tell you what <laughs> to do now. Don't remind me. And that started with the goddamn news telling me what to do every day. Yeah, I wake up and I'm like, oh my Which god, it's weird. bow tie day. I don't own a bow tie. What the hell am I supposed to do? I do miss what that. I do miss the meteorologist telling me what the hell day it is. Because <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. It was so out of place for the oh, weatherman to just be talking about national holiday. Well, She's like, oh, today's national cupcake day. Well, thank you. I had no crazy. idea. <laughs> It feels weird to even have the news on TV in the background right now as we're recording the show. And I got this from uh, that Tubi app that our good friend Brian was telling us about that hasn't been off since. I like I don't turn this app off. Of all the apps we pay for, I use this free one all the time. I use Paramount Plus the most. Yeah, well, that's what we pay for. But this one is yeah. free, and it's the only one I use. And it's got like a Fox Live. It's not Fox News, but it is Fox News. It's not the traditional Fox News with all those freaking 
overly right people talking yeah. shit all day long. It's like a decent version of Fox. It's kind of like in the middle. It's not too right. It's not left at all. It's just sort of like it's, it's in the perfect spot. And I'm watching. I'm like, wow, this is weird to watch news. It's been a couple of months, so yeah. it feel it feels good, you know. But other than that, uh, it didn't really do much this week, and I uh, kind of hung out, played a couple of video games, worked, uh, adjusted my dosage on my edibles, and now I feel even better. I'm not going too hard with them anymore. I, I, I found the sweet spot. So and I'm and I'm waiting for my uh, shipment to come in the mail. That that was backed off by that's the only reason why I even know today's a holiday that the that the mail doesn't come. My stuff's getting shipped to USPS. I'm getting some more edibles in the mail. Got a hell of a deal. So I'm getting my favorite stuff sent to me. It's just going to be backed off a day, and I don't know if I'm going to re up or I'm just going to wait until they come in the mail. So that's kind of my little internal struggle, you know. Big people problems are at the Voices of Misery household. Everyone at feels the so bad for you. Everyone feels bad. I mean, that's my biggest decision is should I go pick up some from the store while I'm waiting for my massive shipment to come of edibles or do I just wait it out? So not really uh, too much to stress out. Good problem to have for once on our side. Mm-hmm. And I know that you want to dunk on me because you've got some shit you want to talk about here that's really going to upset me. So before, you know, because I'm just going to wait because you didn't really do anything this weekend. So no, I but I had an amazing weekend. You had an amazing weekend. And I, and I, and I don't want to get into that just yet. Cause I that's, already cause that's had gonna... tears are already coming out of my eyes. I that's know. how amazing it was. I know, I know, I know. And uh, only one person outside of this household knows, knows the kind of shit yep. that I've been going through this past weekend. And they've been laughing their ass off. They've been laughing at me. So. You're laughing at me. So I'm, I'm just getting completely abused on all sides here. But before we get into that, though, I did find something that I did want to talk about here. And I know I've been telling you that I've been trying to find a a, a podcast to listen to, right? Right. Because I've got nothing to listen to anymore. All I listen to is a Danish show and listen to Megyn Kelly, and that's it. That's really all I got. But I did stumble upon something, and it's you guys are going to laugh at me. It's not something I normally listen to, okay? There's this romance podcast out there. That I kind of stumbled on when I was just looking through, and and, and I guess uh, that's Siri, good though because you need you need some pointers. I do. Valentine's Day came, and you're like, you want a flower or something? Like you need <laughs> you need some pointers, and I think this is perfect. That is about as romantic as I'll get. Is by in the checkout line at Walmart, I'll say, "Hey, you, you want, want some flowers, flower? bitch?" <laughs> and then you'll look at me and say, "No," <laughs> and that's about the extent of our romantic relationship. <laughs> But I found these two, uh, and uh, these two are, are, are actually friends of the show. Um, and, you know, and I'm going to admit here that the first thing that caught me was the name of the show, because I love boobs. And this one is called the Heaving Bosoms Podcast. So, of course, I'm like, Heaving Bosoms. I love Heaving Bosoms. And I see, you know, the artwork for the podcast. And I'm like, all right, click. And I clicked it. I'm expecting, you know, just to hear about boobs. And while they do talk about boobs and other topics like that, it's actually a really good podcast where they talk about romance novels and stuff like that. And it's hosted by these two uh, long-distance best friends named Aaron and Melody, right? They're absolutely hilarious. They they, they basically, like, tell jokes. They they uh, review romance novels and things like that. You know, they they talk about a different romance novel each week. They don't really make fun of the books like a lot of these other ones do, and they'll make fun of, like, the, the, the genre, and they'll basically insult uh, the, 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 the subject matter, so to speak. Yeah, you know? I don't know why, because romance novels are amazing. Well, my mom used to have romance novels. I well, told you she about had this. Daniel Steele. Daniel Steele. I think everyone's mother had those freaking are, Daniel Steele. Those were flat-out porno books. She used to have. I this, never read those. You remember like those treasure chests that like old people used to have, where they used to put all their things the in their belongings. Well, I well, had one. It wasn't a hook chest. It, it was like an actual chest with a lock on it. It, it was like heavy duty. It looked like something you'd see at like Captain Hook's ship. 
and she would have like locks on there. And one day she forgot to lock the damn thing. And I opened it up and I saw a treasure trove of books. And it was that, it was her name, Danielle Steele. And there were like men that were like half centaurs with like long hair and like ripped abs. And I'm like, what kind of shit is this? And I would look at them and I'm like seven years old and I learned how to clap it out. Oh my by reading God. these books. You're so ridiculous. So when I was a kid, I had like this weird distorted view of sex where I thought like everybody was like half, half, half animal and shit. Uh, but like some of them were, were like that. Some of them were really interesting. But these girls, they, they, they talk about these books, right? These romance novels and they don't make fun of it. They actually talk about it. They deep dive into them. They give really good reviews. And they also have like these book clubs where they talk about them with each other. And they invite their listeners to check out the books. And they just go in there and talk about them. It's really cool stuff. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's the Heaving Bosoms Podcast. Really amazing stuff. Bigfoot doctor lawyers, gay books, crime bosses, ballrooms, aliens, all sorts of weird stuff. Relationships, boundaries, kinks, heart limits, and more. All sorts of stuff. You just can't listen to this when the kids are around, obviously. This is something that you want to listen to with your partner when you're trying to learn how to, you know, do things the right way. Unlike me when I was seven years old going to my mom's treasure chest. Oh, my God, dude. So, yeah, check them out. The Heaving Bosoms Podcast. They're on any and all platforms. I happen to find them on Apple. Give them a five-star review because they are really good. And you're going to be very entertained. And they've been added to my playlist of podcasts. So, there you go. Good. So, maybe next Valentine's Day, it'll just... Maybe next year I'll get you some chocolates (laughs) as well as that flower in the checkout line at Walmart. And maybe a stuffed animal as well. Oh, my God. What have you been up to? Go ahead and lay it on them. They're, I'm trying to waiting. figure out what day it was. We, let's see, Friday's podcast, right? So, okay. So it happened on Friday, I believe. And uh, there was a knock on the door. And I'm like, fuck, you know, because you're working. Yeah. When there's a knock or a ring at the door, the freaking dog goes nuts. So, of course, I'm like, I hate opening this goddamn door. I go over to the window and I'm like, oh, it's a neighbor from across the street. She still owns the house. She's just been renting it out. And I think we said on Friday's episode that people had come over to see the house or whatever. And she has been working on this house for months. These other people had moved out, like, I think in October. And uh, and we've been, like, just being nosy, like, looking out the window. Like, there's more workers over there. What the fuck happened in that house? So I'm like, well, I got to answer this door because yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, like, what the hell happened? So we went down this whole thing, because her and I haven't talked in at least over a year. And uh, so we started talking, and she's like, yeah, I got I got someone to move in. And bef- before she told me who it was, she was just telling me how she had to, like, rip up the floor and change the counters and, like, all sorts of crap in there. And I, I, this is why I never want to rent. Like, we have mentioned it a couple times, like, when we're old, if we wanted to move to, like, Florida, what we would do with this house. Yep. I never want to deal with that shit, ever, because she went through hell trying to fix that house up to, in order for her to uh, rent it out again. She redid the whole flooring. The Well, in certain parts of the house, she had to redo the floors. And then something happened to her counters, and she had to replace all the counters in there. And uh, just, like, she had to just paint. She had to do all this shit. And I'm like, she's like, well, they were really nice tenants. They always paid on time. Like, that don't matter if yeah, they fuck up your house. Yeah, but you're destroying the house. Yeah, you could pay, but you're putting holes in the walls. I don't care how nice they are. Yeah. Like, not, like if I'm a landlord, like, in see, we've had some annoying landlords, but, man, I wouldn't trust people just sitting in my no. house if you haven't been in there to see it. No, no. In a long time. Like, I felt bad after she was telling me everything she went through. But anyways, so she gets to me, and she's like, yeah, well, um, someone came to look at the house yesterday, and, you know, really, really nice girl. And I'm like, oh, good. And uh, she goes, well, 
we were we were saying goodbye at that point and I started walking in and she goes she does say she knows you guys and I turned around and like immediately like my heart started going mm-hmm. because I don't know anyone <laughs> I don't know she said she this girl knows you guys and I'm like both of us the only person that would do that yeah is a psycho bitch mother of mine that moved down here a couple months ago and I don't know her story I know where about she is I don't know if she owns a house or rents or mm-hmm. whatever has she been staying with a friend and now she's looking you know yep. A long time and, listeners know that we've been worrying about yeah. that, too. And we've even joked about that, your mom moving across the street. So that's immediately where I went. And I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, yeah. She goes, she rec- recognized the car. And then, so all of a sudden, then I'm like, well, wait a minute. That can't be my mother. No way. She doesn't know. She has no idea that we're even unless driving. She kept, unless, or she kept, that, <laughs> unless she kept tabs on us. <laughs> so I'm like, well, that's strange. Especially we have a, the most common car down here. How can someone recognize our car? And you backed in to the driveway like you always do. You can't see the license plate. Because mm-hmm. down here, you don't need a front, a front plate. So I'm like, none of this is making sense to me. And I'm like, well, how does... I don't get it. I'm like, how does she know us? She goes, oh, well, she worked at um, such and such a place with Nerd. I burst out laughing yeah. immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So at this point, I'm no longer nervous and fucking freaking out. At this point, now I'm just laughing. Mm. I'm like, oh. And she's like, yeah, well, her, her, this is her name. And I'm like, never heard that name. I've never heard that name. What, Like, how is this possible? So she leaves. And I'm like, well, you know, good luck and blah, blah, blah. She's like, look, you know, obviously let me know if something goes wrong. And I'm like, okay. I go inside. You're working. So I text you. I'm like, do you know someone by the name of blah, blah, blah? So and so, yeah. And you're like, you sent me a question mark. I'm like, it all caps... Just a heads up, she's moving across the street. And so then you sent me the last name, which you have made fun of since day one. Yep. I rolled in laughter, man, on the floor. I was dying. Yeah. Once I, because I didn't know her first name. I know her by the name that you call her. And I'm just like, oh my God, this bitch is moving across the street of all fucking places. (laughs) She has a very interesting last name. And it's, and it's, I guess it's a normal last name. But you saw it when you first... This is this is the thing. She's got a normal last name, but when you first saw it, you thought it said something else. She got hired at a place that I was working at prior to this, the job that I was furloughed from when uh, the COVID farce happened. And uh, then I came back to it when they were like letting people come back after uh, you know the farce finally started dying down. And then this girl got hired on because a lot of the people didn't come back because you know, how people got lazy with the whole farce. And then so they hired her on, and then our boss misspelled her last name. And it was such a small misspelling, it was hilarious. Because her last name was normal, and then it turned into anal out of nowhere. <laughs> With just one mis- misspelled word, it, her last name was anal something or other. So we were calling her anal blah, 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 you know, behind, you know, before she started working. They were like, wow, no, fucking like, that can't be her real last name. And we were cracking up because there were a bunch of guys there. And we were cracking up because, you know, like, the girl's last name was Anal. We're like, oh, my God, I wonder if she likes Anal. And we were just making fun of it the whole time. And she started working there. We never said it to her, obviously. And it turns out she's a really cool person. Really, really nice girl. But the problem with her is she's a complete 180 of what we are. But, well, no, but see, this, but this is how I knew her. So yeah. when you told me who this, this person was, you said the last name, and I, and I just, like... I freaking lost it. So then you came out. <laughs> I sent you a picture of her nameplate with the typo on it. And you were like, and I was like, what does this last name say? And you said anal and then whatever. Yeah. And we were all cracking up about it. 
So you came out on lunch and like the whole and then she shows up, right? Yes. She shows up across the street. Yes. And gets out of her car with the baby. And I saw her and face. her boyfriend. And I'm like, yep, that's her. Yep. Right directly across the street. Like I can literally walk to her front yard with three big strides across the street. One, two, three legs in front of her. Boom. I'm 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 at her house. That is how close this woman lives to us. I laughed for hours on Friday. Like, I was dying. Because yeah. of all people, it's just you want nothing to do with anybody. And it no. just so happens to be someone you worked with. Someone I worked who with. Who is very talkative. Who is very outgoing. Extremely outgoing and talkative. Like, <laughs> insanely. As she was... Because we were watching through the window that, that, like, the only safe spot that we have is, like, this little creek and the damn blinds where you can spy on people. And we're watching the whole thing. And then the nosiest neighbor in the world, the one that we've talked about on the show that, like, is always watching what everyone's doing. Ew. She happens to just be walking down the street with her grandchild or whatever the hell. Ew. Has to be walking down the street on their side where, I guess, the... Uh, the, the anal chick and um, our old neighbor were, were signing the paperwork and saying their goodbyes as she's officially handing the keys over. Of course, the nosiest neighbor in the world has to show up. And she's like, oh, I'm just happened to be walking by. And then, and then fucking anal waves the nosy bitch over. The one that we've never talked to that knocked on her door one time a couple of years back. And I put that shit to rest. She's like, oh, come on over. And then she waves nosy over. And they've got babies over there. They're all laughing and joking. And everyone's smiling. And inside, I'm just seething with rage. Just watching this whole scene go down. And it's, like, ridiculous, man. And she's out there smiling and bouncing around. Everyone's all happy. And she is a very nice girl. That's all I get. She's very nice. She actually was the one who told me about the, the edible stuff that I found that helps me out a lot. So Which so is cool. another fucking problem. She is a party girl. Yeah, she's young. She's like 25. I'm assuming her, her this boyfriend is like husband is the same age around the there. The worst nightmare. Yeah, it's, it's Has bad. moved across the street and... I, I just, I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing. We it's got just... along great. We have the same <laughs> politics. We work together a lot because it was just me and her. Most of the time it was me and her or me and one other guy because I could only work nights because I was working at another job at the time. So I was just a part-time person. And since she was new, she was a closer because it was a seniority thing. And I could only close because I was doing the other job at the time. And this was only temporary. I was only working there for a couple of months until I left and stuck with my regular job. But we had a long break. You know, we always talk about politics. She hates Biden and all the other mandates and shit. So we always had good right, conversations. So I said... It was cool. But that, but that but, was a work thing. I don't want... But I said two months ago, mm -hmm. you put applications up online asking for a new BFF. Yeah. Your prayers had been answered. She has been gift-wrapped across the street. The Lord works in mysterious ways, they and say, huh? And for someone who wants nothing to do with anybody... Yeah. It's a, it's an absolute fucking nightmare. In. This is not funny. It's not, it's, it's not funny. I mean, I don't even know. It ruined my entire lunch break that day because it happened about five minutes before my lunch. You text me this shit and I'm like expecting a good day. I'm all nice and high. I'm like, yeah, this is a good day. And all of a sudden I get this and you're like, you know, so-and-so. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. And then all of a sudden it clicked and I'm like, no fucking way. And then finally I punched out for lunch and I ran to that window and I saw her and it was just like, oh my God, it's over. Because when you're working with someone, they, they, they tell you things, right? And she told me that her and her, and, and I'm telling you, like, I've seen her and her boyfriend. I don't even know if they're married or not. But they but it's the same father for, for two kids that they got. So who knows what their relationship is? Anyway, he would pull up to the store, 
and never come inside. And then she would get all upset and they'd be fighting and screaming. And you'd see them like all animated hands flinging outside the store. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, good thing I don't have to deal with this shit for much longer because I'm leaving. And then I left that job and they used to fight all the time. She, she used to leave and I used to be closing up the store and she'd be helping. All of a sudden she disappeared. I ended up doing it by myself. And then you'd hear her like screaming in like the bathroom. And the, the bathroom was across the store. That's how loud they'd be yelling at each other over the phone. And I'm like, oh my God, they had a real healthy relationship. And then like they just really never got along too well. And she would always say how like he would go to some local bar. They both got kicked out of that bar because they drank so much and they just got rowdy and loud and shit. And they got kicked out of that bar near their house. And that might have been a situation at their house. Their partiers, she was a huge drinker before she got pregnant. And I remember her telling me that when she gave birth to this baby that she's got now, and she was going to have a bottle of, of something inside the hospital room. That's how bad she was missing her drinks and, and her pot. <sighs> so now that baby's out, they got a new place right across the street from us. And you know what sealed the deal, right? What's her that? recognizing your car. Probably like, <laughs> I don't want this house. saw my car sold. And I just don't want these people to get it mixed up here, thinking that just because we got along at work means we're going to get along outside of work. So... Since Friday, I'll say it calmed down a little bit, but all day Friday, all day Saturday, and probably early Sunday, it was, that's all we talked about. I couldn't sleep that <laughs> night. was this bitch moving in across the street. That first night, I could not sleep. And how, how long before she knocks on the door? And, like, all yeah. sorts of crap. Like, this, this is all you. This so... was pretty much like ESPN <laughs> analyzing the Super Bowl the day after. We were analyzing all angles of it. All plays were like, yeah, see ya. So I think it's going to happen within three days of them moving in. Either they're going to ask for help moving, which uh-huh. which which ain't going to happen. Uh, either that or they're going to hey, neighbors, just want to let you know I live across the street now. And that's going to turn into a conversation out, out front of the door where it's awkward because it's like, okay, we're standing in front of my house. I'm not letting you in, obviously. Uh, who's going to get the mail from now on? Who's, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, like, take up what the time trash? do we go shopping in the morning time? Like, what do we do? How long do we spend outside putting decorations up for the holidays? Oh it's, there's so much. Like, what time do we bring the garbage out without being seen? Dude, this is... Do we put the house up for sale and get the fuck out of here now? It's so funny, because, like, everyone that listens, especially the long-time listeners, know how we are. Yeah. We had a good run here. And it's just... We had a good run. The, we have been together... For a very long time, this has never happened. Never. We have once. rented. We have moved several places. Never happened. And in New York, I knew a lot of people. Never happened where someone moved in next door or across the street or nothing. Yeah. Like I don't know how this happened. Yeah, I know. We don't know anyone down here. You know a handful of people because you did work out of the house. Just working out the house. Never <laughs> once made a friend outside of this house. I just worked with people. And what one of them happen? happens, of all the people in South Carolina, one person. One thing I, I can say that's good about this whole thing is at least it's not someone I didn't get along with at work. If it was someone that I had like a, like a nasty blood fear or something. Yeah, I know. I know. Because you did get along with her, it's like open season. It's not, it's not going to be open season. <laughs> we have some things working for us and a lot working against us. I mean, at least... They know that I'm not a drinker, so if they start drinking and going crazy, they're not going to be like, come over and have a few drinks. Because I never talked about it. Even when I did drink, I didn't. I never talked about it at work. I never said, oh boy, I'm going to go have a few drinks and after work, oh, I'm going to drink on my days off. I never, I never talked about it. No one ever knew what I did outside of work. And now that I really don't drink, that shit ain't flying. 
you're not going to be inviting me over for beers and shit, and it's not. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to come over and here. And they're going to argue, and the cops are going to be called, and she's going to be coming over it here. It will happen. It's happened before. She's going to need a safe place to stay until the cops get no, there. That ain't going to. I'm serious. They have a very toxic relationship. She's and gonna then be a babysitter. And that ain't happening either. Because I mean, I, I'm not a babysitter person. That's why I said she's gonna go after you. She's going to go after you because I'm not gonna play that game. I'm not a person who's gonna sit there and talk to you out front of my house for an All hour I and a half. All I can say is I'm glad it's you and it's not yeah. my mom. I don't have to. It's not, I would rather have to be your mom because your mom. We can say, "Bitch, stay the fuck away from our house, you stupid little troll cunt," and she would do it. <laughs> Because she would just get told. It's easier to tell off a family member than some random person. See, how, how is that? Because, how is that? Because your mom's Satan incarnate. She, she she had it coming for many years. If it was my mom, I would never leave this house again. Really? You would have to like literally sneak me out of this house. Yeah. to And like I would not come back. Yeah, but, like, that's, but like the thing is, it's like I know how I would, I would react horrified. in that situation. I would handle that for you. You're not going to handle this for me. You're going to enable no, this gonna... shit. <laughs> You, 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 like, I'm going to be working, and I'm going to come out, and she's going to be sitting on the couch with you watching fucking Big Brother. Like, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? You're going to be sitting there passing a joint back and forth and shit, and drinking Bud Light. So I'm be like, what the hell is going on here? I'm supporting her habit, too, now? What the hell's going on? It's going to be an absolute nightmare. She's, she's going to work you because she's, she has a baby, and they're going to want to go out and party at the bar because we live right by a bar. Yeah. That they haven't been kicked out of yet until they get kicked out of that one. Oh, God. It's going to be a mess because they're young and dumb and drunk. They're going to get bored of each other. They're going to want to knock on this door, and it's 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 not going to happen. That door is not, never going to be open. I I was laughing so hard I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Yeah. So I did let our buddy know in, in immediately, Georgia. Immediately. I'm like, you'll you never believe. Not, <laughs> I, I mean, you, you're always fucking typing something on that damn phone anyway, but I've never seen your fingers move so fast in my life. <laughs> It's actually kind of erotic how fast you're moving. It was just weird. Like I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I, I was just absolutely speechless. This isn't funny. It's right across the street. No one knows how close how close this. I could lay down in the middle of the street. Would almost, my feet would touch our property, and my hands would touch hers. That's how close they are. I would almost rather it be right next door. Because then, the street. because then you can, like, you, what are you gonna see? I, I don't it's know. easier to look across the street than it is next door. I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a we long-term move, though. We got trees and though. shit that would block the, the yeah. way. Like, you can't... Like, if it was next door, we, you can put, No, it's directly across the street. The blinds are already directly. open. If their blinds are open, our blinds are open. We might as well conjoin the houses and call it a fucking duplex, goddammit. That's how fucking close we can see this shit. I'm going to be looking out the window in the bathroom, and she's going to be looking back at me. I'm going to be taking a shit. We're going to be looking at each other. That's how goddamn close those houses are. Oh... <sighs> And I'm and I'm not trying to bash. I, I I she's a very nice person, but she'd be a lot nicer if she was on the other side of town. Oh God, this is. And then of all people, that she wasn't even. Oh, she hasn't even moved in. She was literally there for twenty minutes signing the lease. And she's waving and she's people in. She's already got people in the neighborhood flocking over there in the driveway, talking to them. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? And the nosy neighbor pointed to every. Buddy's house, but ours. But they did stop, and I saw them all turn and look at our house she, for like a second, and, and she's like, that's the bad one. As, as <laughs> it, it's funny, because we were, obviously, we're nosy, man. We're going to look out the window, especially yeah. now that we you know who the hell it is over there. But this nosy neighbor goes over, 
And you could see her pointing to each house and then like, oh, that that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so. And she's literally pointing to every single house. And then she stops right before she gets to pointing to ours. And we just started laughing. Mm. Like, she does not. Oh, dog. <laughs> like, we are known in this neighborhood. Like, leave us the fuck alone. You, see, you can go to every bu- house <laughs> that's got light over it. That house that's got the that's got the storm clouds and, and the rain. It's always raining over that house. That's the one you don't mess with. Just that one house. It's the only house that's got storms over it. <clears throat> don't fuck with that. Just don't talk to them. They're not nice people. It's like, oh, no, I know them. Yeah. I know. That's the kind of person. She is, she is so bubbly. If I had to describe her to you people... A very bubbly, friendly, open person. And everyone's like, what's wrong? I would love to have a neighbor like that. Mm-hmm. Then take her. Take her. Send me your angry, old, miserable, stay-off-my-lawn people. That Those are the kind of people I, I want around me. Oh, this ain't God. good. And I know what's going to happen. She's going to have the kids playing in the front yard. Yeah. And it's gonna be- <laughs> well, our kids don't... Our, our, our kids are too old, thankfully. Their, their kids are a lot younger than ours. So it's not like they're ever going to have a conversation with the kids. But I can't get the mail anymore, so it, it's... You're going to have to. Oh, you. She's, she's going to attack you. She's, so she is going to go gonna for you. not going to leave the house anymore, Yeah, she's, she's going for you because that's the only way to get to anything in this household is to go through you. It ain't, it ain't happening through me. It ain't happening. I'm, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to be like, oh, once you launch it, come over. No. You were literally, like, that night we were sitting on the couch, and you don't, you haven't sat on the couch in, in a very long time, but so Friday I'm, night you did. <laughs> I always, I'm always working, and I work at least until March, mid-March, I'm working until 9 o'clock at night, and then it's going to go back to days. Right, but then you play video games or whatever, I, so. I hang out, watch old TV, listen to some uh, Heaving uh, Bosoms podcast and all that good stuff, and now here I am, screwed. I was oh so distraught God. and upset. I was so distraught and upset, and all you did was laugh at me. You mocked me, you openly laughed at me, you chided me, and now you're going to enable this behavior that's going to just ultimately be my demise. It's not funny, it's not cool. I know people are probably, besides themselves, laughing right now. How the hell could this happen? Sure, it's great material for the podcast, but it's horrible material for my life. I don't like this. This is not cool, man, and... I said so before, we need a this prediction. is going to be within the first, the first three days she's going to knock on okay, the Okay, so we don't know when she's moving in. She's got the key. She signed the lease. So mm-hmm. she's for sure moving in. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming because she didn't move in this weekend, which is something I would have done, it, it's probably going to be the first. Yeah. So, I so you're thinking by days. the third? Yeah. She's going to be knocking on the door. By March 3rd. We yeah. need... Like, people are going to find this funny, but, like, no, seriously, we need to, like, make sure we have everything in the house. We need to go get our food. We need to go get our toilet paper, whatever the fuck we need to get. Get our bread, milk, and eggs for a French toast. We're acting like we're getting a blizzard. So we can hunker down for a couple days. A couple of days. It's it's going to happen. She's going to knock on this door. There's no way you move in saying, stating to the person that you're renting from that you know us without the intention of knocking Which on the Which I found weird. Like, I'm sorry. I still find it weird that she recognized the car. I don't get it. And she's like, because the woman who owns the house, she goes, oh, yeah, I, I let her know that, you know, Nerd and Nerdette live in this house. And she says she knows you guys. I'm like, how, though? It doesn't make any sense. How the hell does that happen? You- <laughs> the, outer, the outer part of the car, she's like, oh, yeah, I know that car. It, it's a white SUV. But she doesn't know my name, right? Well, I mean, I do have one distinguishing thing on the car. Is the, an air freshener? But who doesn't have an air freshener car? I mean, I, I always use the same air freshener. The car is very bland. We don't put stickers on it or anything. No. No. I don't know how she would have known by looking at the outside of the car. Unless she's like, oh, I know something. Unless she's a car. Some people just know cars. Like, your dad can hear an engine from, like, three miles away. And, oh, that's a 1968 business. So maybe she's one of them people. I don't know. We never talked about cars. 
But I know her car, though, and I didn't see it. That's why the first day when we saw someone sign, I'm like, oh, look, someone signed the lease. And I saw her side profile and the back. And I saw a baby being held, but I didn't put two and two together because I didn't see her face. And I haven't thought about this person since I left that job. So and when I, so then when you finally put everything together and you told me, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's her. And I, I had to see her face to confirm. I'm like, maybe this is just some cruel joke. Someone's screwing with me. And I look and I saw her face. And instantly I felt a kick in my balls. <laughs> My heart sank. You guys know the feeling when something bad's about to happen and you just lose all hope and you're just like, fucking take me already. Just take me already. This is the universe's most cruel joke that has ever been played Halloween's going to be fun. You know. I like to sit out front. I like to sit up a table. I sit out front. I put decorations out. I sit. I, last year, I was at the end of our driveway with a table and chair set up, having a great time. Yeah. Even though that's the one day of the year I will be out on display in front of all the neighbors because I love seeing the kids. I love handing them candy. I love the, the Halloween aspect. I love the costumes. Halloween is my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. That's one day I will be an openly social person. I'll talk. I'll joke with people. that come. I'm like Mr. Social. I'm everyone's favorite house in the neighborhood. I'm making jokes and shit. You know? I'm going to come home from trick-or-treating with the kids and yeah. you're going to be out there with her. We're going to be sitting next to each other. <laughs> fucking... Dude, this is talking a, my ear off. This that's is amazing. She, she talks and never shuts the fuck up. Oh god, this is this is great. It's like we would have like many podcasts at work every night because the sort was dead. So we'd sit there and just talk about politics for like three hours straight, and then close up and see you tomorrow. That's how it was. Um, it's, it's not going to be good. So we'll be giving updates. Man, this might be the last this show. This might this might give us some drama though. If you're saying they're as crazy. They're, they, as, from what she told me, and from what I've seen and heard with my own ears, they. I'm expecting cops to be blood. called and them to be drunk, and like we're gonna be. Yeah. Get, so I'm, I'm expecting drama. Mm-hmm. So throughout the next couple of months, maybe we'll have some stories. I think, I think we're gonna have some. Depending on uh, how friendly she gets, she might end up on the podcast. We'll be hanging out here. I'm like, hey, this is what I've been wanting—a a, a political fucking side thing. Maybe maybe she can do the Rumble show with me. So just so everyone is aware, Nerd has a BFF. The the slot has been filled. No, it hasn't. It's it's been filled. He posted. I lost my BFF. She didn't. She didn't even fill it out. She just moved in across the street. I'm gonna be his fucking best friend. That's what I'm gonna do. She just fucking. So she heard the show. She (laughs) She took took over. She's like, I'm taking that damn spot. (laughs) Listen. If my old BFF moved in across the street, I'd be over the moon ecstatic, okay? But I, 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 just, I just don't know anymore. How does this happen? This is just hilarious to me. This does not happen to anyone else. No man. one else. No one else. Who has a co-worker move right Animals across the street? Animals die in front of you. Fucking, they, crawl, they crawl up to me and they kiss my fucking shoe as they die. The absolute worst. It. It's the worst, man. I don't. I, I even said that. Too. I throw video games over the fence. They fly right back at me. Like, what the hell is going on, man? This ain't I, good. I don't know. I, I said good. to you on Friday. I'm like, you give off a scent or something that just yeah. attracts everything, man. Yeah. Can't get away from anything. It's just all here, and it'll be interesting. It's, it's, it's the end. This what is the, end. the first time? I don't even know what day that falls on. You were on. really we happy about that this. Day? I think you're going to screw me over. I really do. I, I know because she's going to attack you because this is this is what's going to happen, okay? And I just want to oh. just give this and then we can get into your days here because we're going along on this whole thing. <sighs> she's going to move in. Day <sighs> one, they're going to be moving their stuff in and they're going to be out of display in the front yard the whole time. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to pay us much mind the first day unless they ask. No, but we, that's what if, I'm if saying. If we want to help, which isn't going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like because it's probably going to take a day or two for them to move in. A lot of moving day, in and out. That's why I said day three. 
I'm thinking we need to because we don't want to go to the store when they're out in the lawn, yeah. right? In yeah. the driveway. We need to get our stuff before the first. Yeah. Not that we need anything, but we'll we'll go to the store anyway to make yeah. sure that before we're the not first going of the month. To we are taking care of everything because that's because that's typically when people move in the first. So. Yeah, because I, I just don't want to go to the store while they're out there. Because then it's going to be a whole fucking it's, thing. It's guaranteed. Oh, hey, so, run over and like, what the hell? She's going to, you know, she's going to be like us. And we're like, I'm going to be looking out the window. She'll be she's waiting gonna to be looking us. out the window. In the beginning, it's, in, in the beginning, she, she, she's going to be trying to get me. And of course, we're, we're, we're going to have to have that obligatory, oh, hey, welcome to the neighborhood conversation. We're going to have to have it. I'll send Sammy out to go check the mail. Poor yeah. Sammy is defenseless, walking back and forth to the bus stop. Yeah, yeah but like she, she loves it too. She's like, "Oh, I want to babysit." I'm like, no, you're not babysitting this fucking kid. Because, like, what kind of mom is that? Is that is that woman going to be? Make sure she has a couple puffs of her joint to go to bed. Well, and we'll be back after three in the morning. We might be stumbling drunk and loud, but it's okay. I don't know what the hell's going to happen there with these people. I just, but but just getting back to it. Day three, she's 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 going to be either knocking on the door. Are being overly obnoxious in her front yard, hoping to attract attention. So I go over there first and say hi. Because you know how some people like to be seen. Oh, look at me! I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here. They're gonna be out there Do like cutting the yard, doing things in the front, just to be out there all day, just to be seen. So we go over there and say hi first. Do you think the owner? I'm gonna call her the owner because I can't. She's not a neighbor anymore. The yeah. owner of that house let her know. Oh, I told her and her dad that you were moving in. Yeah. Do you think she told her that? Well, obviously, she seems to be the coordinator of all this. Because yeah, like she's she's even the way <laughs> even the way you described it all was weird. How like you were walking back into the house and it's just and oh wait, like, oh, and, wait, yeah, like that's something you would say earlier or maybe ask for a heads up. Like, hey, you know, she says she knows you guys. I'm about the rent. Can you give me some background on it? Here's the thing, too. She only knocked on the door to ask for a blue pen because apparently you can't sign a lease in black pen because yeah. of forgeries or something like yeah. that, which. And of course, I, everyone knows I a like blue, pen, yeah. Yeah, blue ink. So I'm like, yeah, I got a, I got a blue pen. And then she wanted to use it, and then bring it back. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't need to bring it back. You could keep. I have plenty of blue pens. You can. Yeah. <laughs> so I lost a blue pen. But yeah, she came. Didn't knock on anyone else's door. She like be beeline here. There's there's something weird going on there. To there's ask for weird. a pen. I don't. Yeah. It's just. It's all very odd, and it's going to be very interesting. They so. like they they like the party. They like to drink. They like to get fucked up. Okay, and that was like the old me, I guess. The like two thousand me, the depressed time. I'm I'm well over that. I haven't touched anything in two months. I I don't want to go back to that lifestyle. I have no interest in it. I never want to have a friend in my life. Uh, I I don't want people knocking on my fucking door. I don't want to have uh, an open door policy where we just. Leave the doors open and everyone just fucking partying all day long. That's not how this is. I mean, we we have a family. They have a family. It would be nice if they just stayed the fuck on their side of, of, of the street. And we stayed the fuck on our side like we've been for seven years now. I, I just don't want... I can see this turning into, like, we have to let them down easy kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, we're old. We just... I mean, you guys are, what, in your early 20s, early mid-20s? We're damn... I mean, like, you're over 40. I'm just about there. You, you are well the fuck over 40. I'm Dude, just about there. 42. I want nothing to do with any of this. So, I mean, this is this is just... It, it can't be a good thing. That's but you know what? Say. It's just going to... It's going to give us a topic to keep talking about. And she uh, doesn't know about the podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. We could... We, we, we'll bring updates. This is not good. I mean, this is... This is so for those of you people out there that only wish the worst for me, 
Congratulations. You, you, you won again. Maybe one day I'll uh, win one of these, but we'll see. Listen, to, you asked for a best friend. Your <sighs> prayers have been answered. So February 21st, let's just jump right in because I think we took like yeah. 70% of the show on that. Just fucking dunk it on me. Go ahead. Uh, National Grain Free Day. National Sticky Bun Day. Yum. Love sticky buns. And card Reading Day and President's Day. So there you go. President's, President's Day. Day. Well, I wish you would have started, so I would have known what the hell day it was today. Um, and then February 22nd is National Supermarket Employee Day. Well, where the fuck was my day? I worked for the supermarkets for probably 16 years. Yeah. Never got never got a special cake or anything for that. <clears throat> National California Day. I'm fucking fuck California. <laughs> fuck them. National Cook a Sweet Potato Day. World Spa Day, George Washington's Birthday, Be Humble Day, International World Thinking Day, National Margarita Day, and Walking the Dog Day. So Tuesday's a very busy day for people. Very busy day for a lot of people. Got a lot of (sighs) shit you can do there. Yeah. I'm telling you, the world's a crazy place. Canada's going fucking insane. California's finally trying to not look insane. They're trying to end their uh, mask mandates. But a lot of people are asking this one question. They're saying, why the hell is the U.S. not basically saying what Canada is doing is wrong with the whole trucker convoy and the over-totalitarianism that's going on out there? You got Justin Trudeau now. He's basically calling the police on the truckers. And, and people are getting their bank accounts seized. The banks went down for hours. Anyone who donated to the truckers to let their kids have a, a, a slip and slide or people that are feeding the truckers that have been out there just in protest of them insane, tyrannical mandate rules that they have up there. They're getting their bank accounts seized by association. If you say anything in favor of the protest, like, oh, they're doing a good job for freedom. People are knocking on your door, monitoring your Facebook pages. If you post something like that, they will knock on your door and and tell you that you're wrong. It's not good. Complete overreach of power. And it's absolutely insane. And the reason why they're not saying anything about it here in the U.S. or even giving it any attention in the media is because the government secretly wants that here. I'm thinking what they're going to do here is basically say, okay, we're not going to do that. The mandates are done. Once November comes, if people are fooled enough and vote for these idiot fucking Democrats, they're going to, the next day, they're going to put everything back in place and we're going to be just like Canada, just like Australia was. It's going to not end well. So we need to not forget how fucking evil these people are. And I just don't understand what kind of balls these fucking people have in Canada to push these people around. Because what happens when you push someone to the point where they have nothing and they become desperate? They become dangerous. I would be fucking horrified if I was Justin Trudeau and he was this fucking tyrannical <clears throat> scumbag that he is. People are going to want justice. It's not good. It's it's not good. You keep pushing people to the point where they have nothing. They're going to come for your ass. This is not good. It's not going to end well. They, they just need to let people fucking be people, get out of their goddamn way and let them fucking live and support themselves. This can't end well. It never does and it never will. Don't they know a fucking history book exists that they can read and learn from this shit from? Look at the past. It never ends well. This can never end well. These people are fucking dumb. And thank God for these truckers going out there and, and fighting for freedom and, and trying to do something to make a difference. Because they have made a difference. They, they, they punch these assholes and the government right in the face. And now the government's fighting back. This, <laughs> that's not how this should have gone. They should have said, hey, people don't like this. Maybe let's work for the people because that's who hired us. That's who we're under the employ of. These people are fucking disgusting scumbags. And they just need to be ousted peacefully from power. But the way they're pushing, it might not be peaceful for much longer. That's the last thing I want to see is blood in the streets. But you keep pushing people, and this is what's going to happen. 
and these fucking cops that they have out there enforcing it, there comes a point in life where you have to look in the mirror and see that you're turning into a piece of shit. You're not just doing your job. You're not just earning a paycheck. You are becoming the fucking enemy here. And that's what's happening. You push people and they're going to push back. Right now it's peaceful and that's great. Keep pushing these people and it might not be for very long. You've seen it before. If you know history, you know how these things go. It's not going to be peaceful for much longer if they keep fucking with them. I would hate to see that happen here in this country and I hope I'm wrong. But I do see the Democrats slowly backing away from these mandates in certain states rapidly at a too rapid pace where it's like, wait, what's going on here? What's the real reason? The election's around the corner. They love mandates. They love power. They're doing this to fucking fool their stupid fan base that they have. When anyone who votes the Democrat after this is a fucking idiot needs to be removed from the from this country. Put them in Canada. Put them in Australia. Let them have their fucking tyranny the way they like it. Serve cold. I don't care. This country needs to be free and it needs to be the way it always was, the way that I remembered it, the way that we all loved it. If we ever turn into that, it's just it's, it's just the end of civilization as we know it. We've got some weird type of end-world rapture type shit going on right now where it's like the stuff that when my dad would tell me about the Bible and the end times, it really feels like we're in that right now and it could get a lot worse before it gets better. Hopefully it doesn't. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Thank you. And you might be able to hear more of that next month. So there you go. A little teaser for you. How the fuck did we get there? Because I just... How the fuck did we get there? I, I was talking people, about my days. Because people like to hear... Shit, get to your Florida birthday crap. How did it get from my days to that? Listen, you put me in a bad mood. You bought up the weekend and the person moving across the street, okay? God. You ruin you ruin my day. Darn it. You ruin my damn day. But there is someone's day who I'm going to make a little bit better. And thank you for reminding me that today's someone's birthday. Today is the 21st of February and someone out there is celebrating a birthday. They might be alone. They could have this neighbor that just moved in if they want a friend. We will <laughs> gladly ship her to you. Uh, next day shipping, free of charge. But you do have a birthday, and uh, we have a present for you from Florida Man. This one is a good one. Not as good as the, the other one that I had. That was my favorite Florida Man story ever. This one's pretty good, though. This man chucked the toilet out of a fucking window in Florida. <laughs> yes, an alleged toilet checker from Florida is facing a felony charge after flinging an old crapper through the window of the East St. Louis School Board's headquarters. Police were called to the scene on February 21st. Their officers were told that a man carried the commode up to the building and launched it through the front glass before sprinting away. Officers later found 36-year-old David Tolliver about a block away at the corner of 11th Street and Cleveland Avenue. They are pretty sure they have the right guy. how they know? Because he was sitting on top of a second toilet. He is now in custody on charge of a criminal damage to property, a Class 3 felony. His bond is $10,000. So they found so him he, sitting on the toilet. That, that It wasn't plugged in. He was sitting on the toilet in a random yard somewhere. The same naked model of the one that was thrown out the window. So he, he threw one out the window. But he brought a toilet to throw out the window. He's Why did he do this? No Just one knows. Just sit on it outside. He's a fucking idiot. But that's Florida Man. Florida Man doesn't do things for any reason in particular. Except How is the toilet not damaged? I mean, they're ceramic. Yeah. They're, they're ceramic. Aren't they all ceramic? I think they all are, right? Or porcelain or some shit? I don't I know. I think it. so. But this guy sat on the toilet, and he threw one out of a window. So there you go. Happy birthday from Florida, man. And if you're looking for a birthday present, I know someone who's selling a really weird product for you to buy it from. You remember Teen Mom star Farrah Abraham? Oh, this bitch. Yeah. Okay, so she is a very rubber woman. Um, she has ass injections, boob injections. She got 
stuff sucked she's from disgusting. places of her body, put another one. She's a very weird looking woman. She sold shit in jars. She was a porn star, yeah. She's selling poop. Poop slime with her face on it. Now it's slime? It, 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 it's not actually shit. It, it was a joke. Uh, it's actually slime she's selling in the form of poop. So she's selling brown slime for her daughter. And it's it's really strange stuff. So people were saying it was her actual shit that mm-hmm. she was selling it online. And she made a video that made it look like she was selling shit. She, it, was right. like a, it was like a brown uh, cotton thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, had brown on it, and she put it inside of a vial and she put something in there and she sealed it. And then she had like a little tag where she would write a personal message on it. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the gag to promote her slime she's selling. So she's selling slime. It's brown slime. And she did it because her 12-year-old daughter, Sophia, loves slime so much. So she calls it a blessing in a lucky jar. So she she said she was taking a shit while standing next to her toilet in the bathroom. I don't know how the hell you can pull that off, taking a shit while standing next to a toilet. But that's the way the article wrote it, so I'm going to read it that way. Just to keep it in context. She added that she would cover the top of a small jar and send it out to someone. And this is how it started. She, one person said that they wanted her shit, so she's like, okay, right. put it in a jar and send it off. So she did send one vial. And then her daughter loves slime so much, she's like, wait a second, I can marry the two together because who doesn't think of shit and slime when they're talking to their daughter? And now she's got this new uh, poop slime empire. That's probably going to make a lot of money. It's got her little uh, sticker on the bottle of, of her face, Fair Abraham, and it's a little bottle of shit filled slime bottles. I don't understand how some of these people... Yeah. Just I, I just don't understand how she's making money. I, I really don't. I, I just don't get it. She's not... I just don't get it. Special. I, I don't understand what's she's so special not. about this woman. There's nothing about her that's redeeming at all. I mean, she was on a teen show about young girls... About getting pregnant yeah. when she was 16. And she's trying to parlay that But she's a, a psycho, so she was on for a few years. And then she just she got off. They fired her. I think she's back again, but I I don't know. She was on the the one that I did not watch, yeah. but like she's just always constantly in the news. Like just shut the hell up, bitch. She was arrested not too long ago. She was drunk and got arrested, and then she was complaining that they like they pulled her arm too hard or something. Like she is a nutso. Absolutely insane. <sighs> there's something there's something wrong with this woman. And whatever happened to reality stars that like did a reality show and then went the fuck away? And then just, yeah. Just disappeared. Yeah. These people are like, oh, I made a reality show mm-hmm. fucking, I don't know how many years ago this was she was even on it. And she still won't go away. She just, she just won't go away. She's, she's not famous. Because she's, she's got, a, she's, <clears throat> she's got a stupid freaking fan base. It's not really a fan base. It's just, she's so crazy. She's not pretty. That people are sitting there waiting for her to do something stupid. I mean, she's not pretty. She can't sing. She can't dance. She can't do anything except for get fucked. And yeah. she can't even do that well, apparently, because her porn career didn't go very far. So I don't understand why she's even a thing. I don't get it. I, don't I just don't understand it at all. Like why she's is she making money? Like so, attention? I I don't I don't know. I I really don't know. These people that are just so fucking weird are making loads of money. It's annoying. And what do you do with a bottle of a celebrity shit? I don't know. The one person who got the actual legit jar of her poop. Like, what do you do with that? What do you do? You put like a freaking chain around it and wear it on your neck or something. Ugh. I mean, what do you do with that little vial of shit? Hey, what's that thing on your neck? Oh, it's fair Abraham shit. Who? Yeah, no one knows the hell that is. Exactly. Uh, fucking weird. I mean, I, I guess it's like a novelty. You know, some people collect things. You got more money than brains. You can just collect shit. Literally collect shit. Maybe that's what they were doing. I don't know. Well, there you go. I have an update because we did talk about this story a while back. Mm-hmm. 
a Louisiana school teacher who admitted to lacing cupcakes with her ex-husband's sperm. I love this one. And feeding them to school children now faces nearly 40 yeah. years in prison, according to a report. So in 2019, I remember talking about this this crazy bitch. Yeah. I love this story. I hate what they did. Mm-hmm. But for pure comedy value, it's like just hearing the title of it is like makes you laugh. And you're like, wait a second, children? Okay. Yeah. You fucking nasty fucks. In 2019, Louisiana Sheriff's Lieutenant Dennis Perkins. Yeah. So he was... I just don't understand. So he was a sheriff's lieutenant... And then his wife, Cynthia Perkins, were arrested and charged with creating child pornography, video voyeurism, and first-degree rape. Yep. So a teacher and a lieutenant. Mm-hmm. A report from the advocate said Cynthia Perkins had worked as a school teacher at the time for Westside Junior High School in Walker, Louisiana. Last Monday, Cynthia Perkins admitted to her crimes and pled guilty in court. So at least she's smart for that. Uh, Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry said uh, she's not she not only waived any right to appeal and attempt to avoid conviction, but also spared the victims from living her horrific, horrific crimes during this particular trial. Mm. So good for her, at least for that. But uh, per the agreement, Cynthia admitted to helping her ex-husband sexually assault a juvenile, film a juvenile bathing. And laced yeah. cupcakes and energy drinks with sperm from her ex-husband, which were fed to the school children. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, for some reason I got this story. She brought them into school. I got this one mixed with another one for some reason. I was thinking about a different story that we had with the school. Yeah, this is fucking gross. So Cynthia allegedly filed for divorce Jesus. after the couple were both arrested and charged. Uh, so now that they're, they're divorced, she can testify against them. <clears throat> you know what's so bad about this is like... There's so many horrific things that happen to children in school by these teachers. I thought this was a whole different topic until you mentioned the cupcakes yeah. and shit. That's insane. Um, her attorney said she was manipulated by her ex-husband into committing child sex crimes. Don't give me that shit. Mm-mm. Her attorneys called Dennis a mastermind behind the couple's criminal activity. So they're they're gunning for him. Of course um, they are. It's, but it's she, always the man's she fault. Is, she's, she's blowing them in because she doesn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, she she's supposed to be in there for 40 years without the possibility of parole. Um, I mean... I, I don't know. I just don't understand, like, what... what? You could have you could have given these kids any number of diseases. But what do you get from doing that? What do you get from the putting sperm in, in... The stu- knowledge that they're it. ingesting your, your, your semen? It's, it's, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. What do you get out of this? It's absolutely deplorable. I mean, they did, I, I'm stuck on that part of it. Obviously, they did a hell of a lot more. They did child porn. They did a whole they shitload did of stuff. They child porn, too? Yeah, yeah they yeah, did um, child pornography, video why don't, I, why don't I remember this one? And first-degree rape. There's, there's so many. There, there's so many of these that are popping up. I'm glad these people got caught. It's just crazy. It's a teacher and a, and a lieutenant from the sheriff's office. The two a, people a that you would trust you, with your kids. Yeah, you, you trust them with your Exactly. One hundred percent, without even thinking about it, you, you, know, would, you would trust your teacher. You would trust both of them, and, and, with, without any hesitation, under any normal circumstances. Oh, oh, wait, it's, it's just a cop. Oh, thank you, officer, for picking up my child and bringing him home. Thank you for for teaching my kid, teacher, yeah. whatever. And this is the kind of shit that they're into. You can't trust anybody anymore. You can. This world is just a big pile of steaming shit. It I really just, is. I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know where some people come from. I really, I just don't. I'm upset that I didn't even remember this story because there's so many uh, of them. It just gets thrown in the pile with the rest of these horrific things that happen to children based off of people that they're supposed to trust. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting. I say you just take them and throw them in the woodchipper with Anthony Fauci and the rest of them. 
just taking a throw because these people don't deserve it. You're, you're inflicting harm upon other people. That's exactly what should happen to people like that. Just throw them in a fight. You don't contribute anything to society. You, you exist to cause harm to other people. You should cease to exist at that point. I'm sorry to say it out loud, but that's the way it should be. You don't fuck with children, not in this manner. You don't do anything. You shouldn't fuck with anybody in any manner. Leave people the fuck alone. It's, it's disgusting. This is not right. And it, it's absolutely infuriating. And, and it's like, oh, she's going to prison. You should be happy. No, I'm not happy. No, th- no, because, I mean, she literally admitted every single thing that she did. Yeah, you did this to so, children. We need justice, man. We need, like, this bitch should be taken to the middle of the town square, drawn and quartered, and beheaded in front of everybody. I'm sorry. Fuck it. They used to do the shit back in it. Make yeah. an example out of this fucking scumbag. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, well, well, we can put her in prison. And, and No, you can't. You can't rehab someone like that. You did something completely unforgivable. It's unforgivable man for 40 years I I don't do you know why crime in other countries is, is it's just gonna be there because like cut people's hands off in front of other people if you get caught stealing you lose a finger right she's <laughs> gonna be there in, in prison getting her three meals a day and, yeah exactly you know renting an iPad and watching cable and yeah you know having friends for 40 making, years making friends just being fine. in a little gang after doing all this crap. Like, I, I don't think prison is the answer for some people. I really don't. R- rubbing yeah. comic books all over her face for makeup and shit? Yeah. Yeah, fucking stupid bitch. This is just... It's, it's disgusting. And these these poor kids were sitting there drinking, like, a Red Bull with this yeah. sperm in it. This, no. So gross. And these it's... people would watch these kids drink it. But it's like, like, you're like, oh, here you go. Uh, Johnny, here's a Red Bull. And you watch them drink it. What's going on through their heads as they're seeing them drink this shit? Apparently they're getting turned on, right? Like, because why else would you do that? I, I don't. I, it's just. I and what is he doing? So the husband's just jerking off all day and like saving it. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's so gross. It's so disgusting. I'm I don't know where these caught, people came from. I'm glad they got caught, but prison and jail time is not enough for these satanic motherfuckers. This is just disgusting. It's Those poor absolutely kids. disgusting. As a parent, I find it absolutely infuriating. And the one that they that they raped and like they how, raped a fucking. Child. I just don't understand. Like it just. Anyways, so yeah, that was my. <laughs> that Jesus was my story. Christ, a great man. way to start the show. Mm. I mean, this is this is not good. So here's one for you. Here, this woman. She's a former Georgia State employee. She now faces criminal charges after she allegedly faked multiple pregnancies for paid time off. Her name is Robin Folsom, 43 years old, of Atlanta. So she's a little bit past her expiration date of having children. That should have been the first trigger sign. She's 43. She was indicted on February 10th on three counts of false statements and one count of identity fraud. Folsom is a former employee of the Georgia Vocational Rehabilitation Agency, where she allegedly abused the use of family medical leave under false pretenses from the Georgia Office of the Attorney General. She told the Human Resources team at her former job where she supervised the agency's marketing and media communications that she was pregnant. In May of 2021, the department got an email from a person who claimed to be the baby's father announcing a birth. In turn, the agency approved about seven weeks of paid leave for the woman. However, one of her co-workers noticed that something seemed off and they blew the whistle. In March of 2021, a co-worker observed the lower portion of Folsom's stomach come away from her body and believed Folsom was a fake pregnant stomach. In addition, Folsom allegedly sent pictures of her new baby to various employees However, the pictures appeared to be inconsistent and depicted children with different skin tones. <clears throat> she was asked to resign from a $100,000 a year job and faces a possible 10 years behind bars. Is it worth it? For a couple of months To be off. lazy? 
for a couple of months. I mean, just you're say, fucking lazy. I mean, use your FMLA. Fake an injury or something. Fucking do something better than that. Holy crap, man. To say you were pregnant. A $100,000 job, man. That's a damn good job. What the hell's wrong with you? It's a full-time job in and of itself to hold that ruse up of being pregnant. you got to wear this, this fat suit all day long. Yeah. And just you have in case to you have, run into anyone. You have to have multiple. You can't just show up one day being skinny and next day have that pregnant belly. You have to have multiple suits. Like, it has to be a gradual increase, right? You can't well, there's probably, like, like, a pouch that you add more shit to it or something, I would think. I have no idea. This is pretty wild stuff. Yeah, that's, that's to, Just to get two months off a year of work. I mean, you got your vacation time. You got sick days. You can call out of work. Get someone to cover for you. You can do flex time or whatever. Like, hey, I'll work your Monday if you work my Tuesday. Can't you use those resources before you go to this shit? How hard is that of a job that she's got? I mean, she's not dealing with, you know, a lot of shit that, like, she's, just, she's not, like, bagging groceries, taking shit from somebody for seven bucks an hour. And then she's stealing baby pictures of other people's kids. Fucking weird. weird, man. But, like, wait a second, that's a picture of Northwest. That's Kim Kardashian's kid, you yeah. fucking bimbo. It's not. What the hell, man? Well, there's another one here for you. This is a mother, and I always tell people, don't mess with Mama Bear, because moms are... A lot tougher than us dads when it comes to some of this shit. You don't mess with a mom, man. I would I would rather fight 20 dads than one mom because they will fight to the death over their kids, right? And this mom is no different. And she she's you know she's the only person with balls in New York apparently besides <laughs> besides her good friend Shannon. The mother took and and of course uh, our, our good friend on Twitter. Yeah, well, there's a couple of them. Okay, <laughs> there's a couple, not all, and they're all women. So there you go. So a mother took down a man who allegedly punched her four-year-old son in the head on, in Times Square. So this quote-unquote man punched a four-year-old in the head in Times Square. It just shows you where the uh. men are at out there. Uh, Rafaela Rivera and her two children were approached by Babacar Mbaye. I, I, I fucking nailed that guy's name, man. I'm, I'm fucking stuck the landing on that one. That's what happens when you run out of your edibles and you're waiting for your next batch to come in. Around 3.20 p.m. on Thursday. Rivera said that she had just finished a photo shoot for her son, Angel, when she and her... A photo shoot. Must be a little stud at four years old, huh? Well, I liked... Cute, when the babies baby. were babies, I, yeah. I we went and got their photo photos shoots. done. I love getting their pictures done professionally. I hated every minute of it because it would take an hour to get one picture because our one kid was screaming all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, because we were stupid and pierced her ears before the damn pictures. Right before after. the pictures. Right before, oh, like, hey, let's so go she was cranky put this kid through pain and then make her take pictures. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was very... <clears throat> but, very like, mad. no, I and I used to love that job, taking professional pictures. Like, th- that's fun. Yeah. So her and her baby were, were, were walking down the street and this guy Mbaye and got really close. I heard a smack like somebody got hit in the head with a bottle. I turned around and the baby's screaming, hooting and hollering and crying, Rivera told WABC. Immediately she saw red. It was that Mbaye guy, and there was a, a, a film crew nearby that saw the smack and filmed it. He had a closed fist and smacked the boy right in the head. The mom immediately... What? I don't know, but mom went into fucking mama bear mode, and she, she grabbed his ass and said, Hey, he just hit my son. She grabbed him even harder, and she took him down. He was on top of her because, of course, you know, men, men have the physical advantage. And, and she was not letting go of his ass. He was trying to run away, and she held on to him, put that death grip on his ass. And then eventually she took over and held him down until police came and got his ass. Right. Don't fuck with the mom. Don't do it. Don't fuck with mama bear, man. Like I said, I would rather fight an army of people. So this dude was just randomly just walking around and then just hit a four-year-old boy for no reason? Yeah. 
<laughs> it was unprovoked and random. Absolutely un unprovoked and random. Yeah. Made no sense why this happened. I just don't so, understand what, yeah. what the world has come to. Absolutely. Absolutely crazy. <clears throat> so there you go, New York. Good good job out there. Good job. Well, an accused auto burglar told Louisiana cops that he was sleepwalking when he entered a park uh, pickup late Wednesday evening, according to a arrest affidavit. So he was sleepwalking while stealing cars. <laughs> Responding to a call about a black male pulling on a car door handle in the parking lot of a Monroe uh, apartment complex, police spotted Christopher Samuel, who's 22, walking away from the lot. A witness told officers he observed Samuel trying to enter multiple vehicles before he was able to get into a 1994 Chevrolet truck. When cops confronted Samuel, he reportedly admitted entering the pickup, but said he, uh, he did so because he was sleepwalking. Despite the explanation, Samuel was arrested and booked early Thursday into the local jail. If convicted of a felony burglary count, he could face up to a maximum of 12 years in prison. While the court filing does not indicate where Samuel had been snoozing at the time when he began sleepwalking, his home address is more than three miles away from the spot he was apprehended. Well, there's an excuse he could use. Yeah. Never would have thought to be like, sorry, officer, I'm sleepwalking. I had no idea I was officer, doing Officer, I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. I sleptwalked three miles. Must, I mean, must be a hell. You know, either Freddy Krueger was in his dream, or this guy is that good of a thief that he could do that shit in his sleep. What is that that pill? Is it Ambien? Uh, that yeah, Ambien. makes some people do crazy stuff. Maybe he Cost was on Rosanna that. job. <laughs> Maybe he was just sleepwalking Very on possible. the Ambien. Very possible. Insane. <laughs> Absolutely crazy stuff. That's though. that's. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's an excuse he can use. Well, I was talking about our friends here at the Heaving Bosoms podcast, and of course, you know, you making fun of me, dunking on me with your friend, your, your tag team partner from the Big Titty Committee, sent in a couple good stories mm. for you, and I don't want to read these because I'm very angry at this individual who sent <laughs> these in for uh, making fun of me at my most sensitive moment. I, I, I needed support, that's all I got to say, and all I got was ridiculed and made fun of. I do not deserve that. I'm a very nice boy. I'm a very good man. I'm very caring and loving, and I did not deserve the ridicule. So I'm going to read these, but I'm not happy about it, okay? So this one happened in Atlanta, and of course it has to do with the teacher. This teacher was arrested and charged for the rape and molestation of one of his students. His name is Robert Allen Vandal at Linden Academy in September. He was arrested because uh, he's a real piece of shit. His teaching certification has been revoked. Despite misconduct allegations spanning decades. So it was recently revoked, even though he's a real scumbag doing this shit for years. He was working at the Holly Springs private school, but the arrest in Holly Springs happened because of what investigators say he did in Fulton County. So, really screwed up here. And there was an investigator who uh, was basically checking on this girl. And he was talking about the experience and what this teacher said to this girl. And he goes, My job's to determine the truth. Uh, the investigator can be heard telling Robert Allen Vandal, and he called that would last nearly 30 minutes. They cut ahead a little bit, and he goes, you, you asked to see this girl's neck, and the teacher interrupted him. And this is basically like an excerpt from the interview when the officers, it's kind of, you, like, you know how, how they play that role where they're like, hey, I, I just want to ask you questions, right? Yeah. And they're trying to build a case against you. So they're having this conversation, and the guy keeps interrupting the guy, and he goes, something along that line. So he's like, so the, the guy asking questions like, oh, you wanted to see this girl's neck. He's like, no, 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 something like that. But you don't have anything in your neck anymore. I don't know. Weird conversation going on here. And they only give, like, bits and pieces of it. Apparently this girl had a hickey on her neck. 
And the guy goes to him. He goes, well, you said that if that were you, you would put a hickey on the girl's neck. So the guy's basically flirting with her. He's 63 years old. And they found over 80 emails to one student. So he's obviously having inappropriate conversations about putting hickeys on this one girl's neck. He has 80 emails to one student in particular in 10 days. So he's just spamming this yeah. person's email box. And 15 to another female student in five days. So this guy is a creep and a stalker. He, he likes the young woman, apparently. And he and there and this article goes on and on and on. There it, there's a lot, too much to read, but this guy is just a super scumbag, and it begs the question: Is the only good thing COVID did was expose these fucking teachers? Because now you take a lot of the kids out of the schools and put them home, where you can hear the lessons that are being taught. You get them away from these fucking creeps, and when a creep is a creep, they get their fix probably by looking at these kids in school. But mm-hmm. then when you take the kids out, they might get more desperate. Maybe that's what happened here with this guy. Where they have to get their fix somehow, and it's like, oh my god. Just like those serial killers, when you watch documentaries on them, they can go a couple of months without it, mm-hmm. but then they need it, they need it, they need it. Mm-hmm. So maybe this guy has a weird thing where he likes to look at kids, and then when they were removed from him, he's like, oh my god, oh my god. And he starts emailing him, and he starts getting obsessive and shit. You think that's what happened here with this guy? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand. I just, I don't know. It's really weird. I wish there was an audio for this because the way that the that the article was writing about the conversation he had with the cop, it's kind of hard to follow. But from what I get from it, he was trying to like flirt with this young kid about giving her a hickey on her neck and he was asking to see it. And then the officer creepy, was like asking man. questions and the guy kept interjecting him. So it's just like real. So the guy's trying to justify his sick behavior. Absolutely disgusting. But... There you go. There's fucking teachers for you, man. You can't send your kids to school without any kind of, like, I don't know, maybe it's background checks way for these too people. Often, like, background I don't checks, understand. maybe. Do you get, like, a thorough check on these teachers before you hire them? I, mean, I don't know what kind of... Your mom was a teacher. Yeah. Does she have to go through any of that shit? Probably not. Background checks and stuff, here. yeah. But, and then they come in and they, they sit there and they observe... You, they observe a lot yeah. and that was, for that, teachers. That was back then when it was safe to be a teacher. Now, yeah. That, that um, was back when teachers had some kind of trust. I don't know what else they did, but cause as I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sure they... I don't know. Maybe they just need to put like cameras in every single room. Like I, I don't know. Remember back in the day when they put cameras on the bus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And kids finally started, like, behaving on yeah. the bus, even though, really, I don't think there was actually cameras on the bus back then. Yeah. I think they said there were, but I, I don't know. They like, maybe one. We found yeah. out one was fake. It was, like, one of those uh, deterrents. That It was, like, yeah. a fake camera, like a dummy To one. make kids yeah. behave. Like, I think maybe we need just cameras in every classroom to, like, keep the teachers yeah. in check and keep the kids behaving instead of trying to start fights for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep everyone honest. Like, keep everyone yeah. just chill. Like, it, it, that way you can check in on your... Ch- I wouldn't mind. I would... <laughs> like, what's Sammy... Is Sammy paying attention? Is she talking class? I would class? love to see that. I would I love mean, to see that. Maybe that's the answer, but put cameras and, like, well, audio and video in every yeah. class. Hey, how expensive can it be? You know how much money these schools waste on dumb shit? Re- just, recirculating like, the to... air in all these classrooms because of COVID. These fucking idiots spent millions of dollars. Like, everything. Just open a fucking window. They're kids. They're fine. You want, like, the stupid challenges to stop. You want, like, the yeah. teachers to freaking, like, teach and not be stupid. You want to know what your kids are being taught. I think cameras and not just the hallway, but, like, the classrooms would be a good idea. I think when you're in a position of authority, everything needs to be recorded. I mean, everything. then teachers like this, though, would still end up finding a way but like I think this yeah. would like help at least some I think I, I think it would help out a lot 
I think with police, when police were asked to wear cameras in the beginning, I mm-hmm. think it was good for police as well as the victims or, or, or the criminals because they kept them safe from the police and it kept the police safe from them and mm-hmm. it kept it kept everything good because now there's proof in the classrooms now where teachers are being accused of teaching critical race theory and, and right. sexual weird shit. I think it'd be a good peace of mind for parents to say, hey, these are our tax dollars. We would like a, a, a camera with audio in every classroom. So if I feel like t- turning in and seeing what my kid's doing and or here's what you're your teaching my kid, code. Right. here you go, here's mm-hmm. my class. Exactly. No. So like not everyone can go in and I mean like what kind of weird shit can go on on a camera focus on, on a kid's classroom? Nothing. I can see if, if, if like, well, people... then you got, then you got the other, which I literally just popped into my mind, and then you got, like, what if there's a creepy parent out there that's going to be staring at the kids and, like, but, picks I mean, one out and then follows it throughout the day? That wouldn't bother, you see, like, I see, like, we're both parents, obviously, that wouldn't concern me because kids are just sitting there listening to a teacher in the classroom. There's nothing, like, as long as there's not cameras in, you know, the locker rooms or bathrooms, obviously, right. th- those would be off limits. But in the classroom, I think that'd be a good idea. It would deter a lot of this weird shit going on. It would it would build a lot of goodwill, I think, between parents and teachers and bridge that gap because not all teachers are bad, not all police are bad. Right. But we do need to keep them in check. I think every time a politician has a conversation with another world leader, that call needs to be recorded and we need the records of it. Like uh, oh, yeah. Biden and Putin are about to talk. I want to know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. I want to know every last word. I want to know when they take a piss break. Bi- hey, Biden is our employee. He's our fucking employee. Yeah. We employ that son of a bitch, that piece of fucking garbage who I fire in a fucking heartbeat. I never hired that motherfucker in the first place, voted for the other guy. Fuck that piece of shit. But anyway, the people need to be held accountable, especially when you're in a position of power. I don't want cameras in people's houses because what you do on your own time in your own personal place is your business. Mm-hmm. I don't want cameras in the White House. I want them in the meeting rooms. I want them in the conference rooms. I want them in all these little conversations. I want them in classrooms. I want them on police. I want them in any place of anybody who's in any position of power that can be easily corrupted. That's what I want. Politicians need to have their shit on record. Teachers need their shit on record. Police need their shit on record. Private entities and businesses do not. If you're I think it would be Walmart interesting. I think cameras, they should do that. Any electronics, I'll do it. But I don't want that shit anywhere where it's it's, it's a private, you know, conversation or anything like that. But that's just me. That's just what I want. I think that would make the world a lot better and more transparent. That's what we need more of is transparency in this world because there's been too many lies recently, and that's why we've been in shit for the past two and a half years and counting. But Big Titty Committee, that's in another one as well. I think that's a good name for you two, the Big Titty Committee. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, a, that's a great name. Okay, so there's another one here, and this one is actually a good one. So not something vile that will get me angry like fucking evil teachers. So there's an Atlanta police sergeant. He spoke about his experience of helping a man avoid killing himself when he talked him off a bridge over I-20 on Sunday. So the police department posted this week about the episode, which involved a man in distress standing at the Fairburn Road Bridge over I-20 and threatening to attempt suicide. Jumping is not the answer, the department said in the post. So the 29-year-old man expressed suicidal thoughts like too many people sadly these days. He planned to get a knife and then jump from a nearby overpass, which I beg to ask, why do you need the knife if you're going to jump anyway? Yeah. Um, are you going to stab yourself in the neck and then fall over into the thing? Make sure it's really... I, I have no idea. I guess if you're going to be crazy, you're going to have weird thoughts, I guess. He had a bad family situation that brought him to those feelings. Uh, and I guess the officer, Jason Comby, showed up and he said, that's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. We can get you help if you come off the bridge for us. He explained that the man had a positive response to his initiating a dialogue. He was able to convince the man to walk back along the fence to a starting point. He said that the man did it without any complications. Uh, Grady EMS was on the scene, and as soon as he made it off, we got him help with Grady EMS. Uh, 
The sergeant has seen more situations like this since the scamdemic began, describing a huge uptick in them. So, I mean, obviously you're going to starve people and fucking tell them they're useless and worthless and the world's ending and they're going to die from some fake virus. Of course they're going to you know, get the yeah. press and do shit like this. They're going to resort to things like this. So, it could have ended very badly, but thankfully this officer was there to talk this man down from the ledge. And sometimes that's all these people need is for someone to listen to them. Tell them it's going to be okay. There's no worse feeling in this world. And I felt it before, too, because I suffer from depression. Every once in a while, I probably go, like, maybe every year or every two years, I'll have a bout for the last month or two, and it sucks. But it's one of those things where you feel like the world is over. There's no worse feeling than feeling hopeless, like the world's over, I'm going to give up, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it sucks, and you can't shake it. It's a tough feeling. And it, and I'm happy for this guy that he, he got someone to talk to him. Because that's all you need sometimes, just someone to fucking talk to. And I'm glad this guy got it and they saved him. So I thought that was a good story. So, Well, you're going to have someone to talk to very soon. Oh, you fucking scumbag. So. I was, you know, I was starting to feel good. And <laughs> just, that's why you're here. Dear. I can feel like shit about myself. I hate my life. Remember I was just talking a couple seconds ago about my depression kicking in? I haven't had one in, in a very long time. Since, what, 2020, I think? And now it's coming back, thanks to you. <laughs> Well, I got a Florida man here. A Florida man who allegedly offered vape vents to young girls in exchange for smelling their feet is in police custody. We got... This is a hell of an episode. That's We weird got a bunch fucking, of scumbags today. Weird scummy fetishes and shit. Brandon White, who's 22, was arrested in Pinellas County. Because, you know, Pinellas County. That's all we ever fucking talk about. There's something there. There's something there. I don't get it. He was arrested on multiple counts of lewd acts with minors under the age of 16. White offered the victims vape devices in exchange for sex as well as the foot sniffs. So, sniffing their feet and screwing them. And they're all under the age of 16. Detectives began investigating after they learned of inappropriate behavior between White and a female, according to a statement by the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. White allegedly asked to touch and smell the victim's feet in exchange for nicotine vapes and marijuana products. The first known offense began in April 2021. White also received uh, various sexual acts from the victims, the arrest report said. He used Snapchat and Instagram to contact and discuss the details of their meetings. White was interviewed by detectives on Wednesday and admitted to meeting with multiple females, all under the age of 16. Snapchat and Instagram. And, uh... Yeah. That's... For vape pens. He would give them vape pens, and he could, you know, do whatever he wanted. I mean, on a scale of disgusting, this guy definitely is disgusting. At least he wasn't doing anything further than this nasty shit he was already doing. No, he was sleeping with them. Oh, oh I'm sorry. See, I'm sorry. I, I, I zoned out. So he, he was, I, I thought he was a sniffing. He was, he no, was sleeping with he, them. he was, yeah, ex- in exchange for sex. Okay, then, as I, take well it, all right, then the, I take it back. The Fucking throw him in the wood chipper. For some reason, I don't know. My, my, my brain just like went another direction. I was listening to, I, 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 you know what? I got caught one pants down here. I wasn't listening to a fucking word you were just saying. I honestly wasn't. So good. I don't listen either. Well, so funny. I, I was staring. I was staring at the wall, just 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 dreading my life because it's just moving in across the street, and this really d- does affect me, people. It, it does. I'm not faking my upset. I, I'm very upset about this. So I thought you said that this man was just was just getting sniffs in for vape pens, but yeah. It, but he, well, he, that's he, what the he, title he was. The, but yeah. then he also. In exchange mm. for sex. Like, he, he did it Jesus all. Jesus Christ. Used Snapchat and Instagram and would contact all the girls that way. 
there's so much of it going on in the world. Are, are we just numb to this now? It's very scary that the world is like... Like, I know that this has always happened, but I yeah. feel like... And I don't know if it's... Social maybe media, because, the internet, like, I don't everything. Know, I feel like it's more and more, and I don't know if it's because... Well, now, obviously, we have a podcast, so we're always looking for stories, and we never paid attention before, but this right. is, like, horrible. It's, it's all the fucking time. This, literally, this whole podcast is mainly about freaking people doing shit to kids. Can we... And being weird. Yeah, I mean... This whole damn show. Well, I, I think it's important for people to know that this stuff exists out there because a lot of people, we do live in a very privileged society. Even though life sucks right now with with restrictions slowly being um, taken in some places rapidly in others, we we do have it pretty well here where we don't have to think about the things that go bumping at night because a lot of that's hidden from us. Yeah. And you let your guard down. It's kind of like people with the face mask on. They think they're safe from all sicknesses because they're told this thing will protect you when in reality it doesn't. And it makes you more susceptible to other things because you let your guard down to other sicknesses that are out there because you think this thing magically wards everything off. If you don't know about these things, you think it doesn't exist, but it does. You send your kids to school. That teacher could be a weirdo. You, mm. Your kid spends all day on the internet. They could be talking to some fucking weirdo like this. Yeah. You know? It's just awful. And what makes it worse is that this guy is smart. That's what makes it even scarier. He's 22. So he's like... He knows. Well, He's young. I can give them something they can't get themselves and that they want. So in turn, I can use this to get what I want from them. And that is what makes it even more sinister. He is fucking with these kids' heads. He's enticing them. He's probably telling them that he's like... I don't respect... Younger, right? Because at 22, you you still look young. I look 22. Okay. 40. Okay. So I get it, what it's like to have a youthful appearance at an older age. I'm just saying, like, the dude is 22. Yeah, I know. So he's probably lying his ass off to these probably. these girls, and they have no idea how old he is or whatever. And it says all under the 16. It doesn't say 16-year-olds. It says under yeah. 16. Every single oh, one was man. under. So I don't know how much under they were all They're kids, man. Getting to be. These kids don't understand how precious they are. They don't understand how precious under they are. Under 16 is middle school. Like, that's yeah. like, no, thank you. Oh, so all I gotta do is fuck this guy I, and I can get this vape pen? I mean, they, yeah. the kids are stupid. You can't blame the kids in this situation. They're oh, dumb. no, no. But I'm just, like, I, I don't... Oh, I used Lord. to stand outside of a freaking Indian run store and we were really cool with this guy, but he would never sell cigarettes. So we used to stand outside of the store... And freaking and get wait. someone else to do it. Yeah, like, here's five bucks, sir. Can you give me a pack of cigarettes? And I remember one time this guy just walked the in the store. And he just walked right out and didn't give the kid his cigarettes. Oh, really? He just walked right out. And, he's, and then and the kid was like, you asshole, you took my money. He's like, tell the cops. Go ahead. And he just drove off. He, he, he's oh, like, he, he was like, <laughs> you go true. ahead and tell the cops and your parents will find out. And he just left. And, and then it's was like, yep, yeah, looks like you lost that five bucks, dickhead. <laughs> and, and then that was it. So it's like, we used to do dumb shit too. Just hand, yeah. hand money to strangers for, for something that, that, that could easily kill us. And so kids are stupid. They do dumb things. They don't understand how precious they are. And, mm-hmm. and, and that they're giving away the biggest, most precious thing that they can offer anybody, which is their innocence in their body. And that's something that you should always cherish and keep to yourself. And they're just willingly giving it away because they're young kids and impressionable and this guy is using something to entice them to do something they don't want to do kind of sounds like their government having million dollar fucking oh, lotteries like every fucking story to do something they don't want to do I, I, I hate stuff like this I hate enticement I hate coercion mm. I hate fucking with people I don't like any of this stuff it pisses me off how many stories you got I only got two more and they're both very nice okay I have one too and it's gonna be freaking bad because you just bring nothing no I have a Guinness World Record so it's alright so I'm gonna get mad 
No, it's from Australia. It's not. Shut up. Australia. There's a lot of assholes that live in Australia. You know that. It's not. It's not from what I can't even remember the damn state anymore. Yeah. It's from Australia, so you're fine. Well, I got an email from Built Bar, and they wanted to sponsor this segment called "I Am the Asshole" or "Am I the Asshole?" Oh yeah. I am an asshole, and people send their stories in, and we find stories as well of people trying to find out if they're the asshole. And what better person? To let people know they're an asshole than the person who calls me an asshole all day long. <laughs> this one's for you. So this man named Mark is a guy who used to bully me in high school. I have OCD, and he would mess with me to try and get me to have some kind of breakdown. I'm also straight, but I had a bi-curious face filled with him calling me homophobic slurs. It never escalated to being very physical, but I did get bumped in the hallways on purpose. He's recently returned to our home state. I'm not sure why. Odds are it's probably COVID-related like everything else is these days. He knows vaguely that I run businesses, but I'm not sure he realizes how much I'm involved in and how much of the recruitment in my state is done through my agency or even that I run the whole thing. I've had a few versions of Mark's resume come across my desk. All the fields he's applying for are things that I have significant influence over. I've got an email in my drafts right now that essentially says... Uh, you know, you should probably throw this guy's resume out if it comes past us again, as well as a less professional one to all my business owner friends. This is the one I told you about from high school. Do not hire him at any cost. I'm wondering if I should hit send on these already written emails. If I do not want him to have a decent job in my state, he won't. That's how much influence I have. Does She's this an make asshole. me an asshole? Yes. Yes, it does. You're a piece of shit. Last episode, he told me I never. Pick the ones. This person's a piece of shit. That like, the guy's an asshole. Time to grow up and, and like get over it. Clearly, get over it. Like, see, I understand. Like, I went through some freaking hell. Yeah. Guess what? I I grew up. Like the whatever. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll never forget the freaking one girl that used to push me around came in and asked to have her freaking kids' pictures taken. Yeah. I was shot. Did she say she, sorry she, to you or anything? No, she, she just you? came in like we were freaking good friends. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't seen you in years. Blah blah blah, right. and I'm like, fucking bitch, you put me through hell. But I like, I took the pictures, and like, we were like, we were scared talking to get that ass whipped again. That's why. No, but like, it's just people grow up. I'm about to call her like, and have I her don't... whip your ass again because all the shit you've been talking about me this weekend. Listen, I just don't understand. Like, how old is this woman? Like, it's time. It's time to like, you're gonna keep him from getting a job ever in the state. Yeah. Get I out mean, of here. The thing is, is like this was high school. People Seriously, change. Seriously, grow up. People change. When you're in high school, there are so many different variables. Get that over it. Like, I don't get it. You've got hormones. You've got stupidity. You've got just coming of Kids age type stuff. It's just, that it's life. It's so life experiencing. It's over with. You're trying to put it together. You're trying to learn who you are. You don't know who you right. are, what you are, what you're going to become. Some and now because do horrible things. You gotta be now you have to be horrible to that yeah. person, like to get them yeah. back. Like that's not yeah. be a better person, be a bigger person than that. I'm not the same person I was in school or you. No. Not at all. We you grow up, you age. I mean yeah, that's like what this... happens, you change. This person is holding a grudge from and, and, and I hold grudges and, and, and I do in my adult life I hold grudges and, and that's a fault of mine, but it's just who I am. But I'm not that spiteful. Where you're going to keep someone from, from never working from again? providing for their family? This guy could be a great guy now. He, right. he could have a family. He and you know what? If if they cross paths, he might say, "Hey, man, you know that shit that happened in high school. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's just bury the hatchet and start fresh. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm back in town. Hey, uh, let's go bowling or have a drink. I'm sorry. 
let, let's go have dinner or something, right? Or might act like nothing ever happened, and exactly. who cares? Exactly, like, just and it's move okay. On. And it's okay. When you graduate from high school, I remember that weird transition when high school was over, and I would run into people that I was friends with, and I'm like, I don't have to talk to this person yeah. anymore. Because no. you're done. You All connections are dead. People effectively die, and you build new relationships after high school. That's the way I always saw it. I mean, this dude's not going to walk into whatever building and see you and push you against the wall. Like, yeah, I don't exactly. understand what this person's thinking. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, like, so... Exactly. It's 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 not going to happen. <laughs> he's not going to pants you in the hallway. He's not going to push you in a locker. He's not going to drop does, your books. Like, come if he on. does, he's, he, he's a scumbag. But just, just like a, a quick side note, there was this one guy in school who was a real bully. And I remember we treated him like shit. We flipped the tides on because he would bully kids. Mm-hmm. And we're like, who the fuck is this guy? So we just started making fun of him. We did, we just relentlessly attacked this kid because that's always what I've done. Even in my younger days and even now my older days, I always attack the bully. I always do. I, I never pick on anybody less than. I always go for someone above. I always live by the crib. Don't punch down. I always punch up, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't mention a lot of dumb shit, even though I'll talk to you in private about some things. Mm-hmm. I never mention anything because it's petty and it's stupid. You don't pick on people unless they deserve it. You pick on the, the big... But anyway, the guy, he made so many kids' lives hell in school. I ran into him when I used to go to this one bar in, in a town called Bound Brook in New Jersey. I ran in and I saw his ass. And I, and I had a couple drinks. I wanted to fuck this kid up because I remembered every little thing he did to people that were smaller than him. Mm-hmm. Guy never picked on me, but I always hated him for seeing what he did to other people. And we fucked with him. So I saw his ass. And he was like unloading boxes across the street from the bar that I was at. And I saw him. I'm like, is that... And I was like, all right, let me fucking go up. And I intentionally left the bar, and I walked over to where he, he was. All right? and, I, and he turned, he was the sweetest guy ever. Just completely different. Because people change after high school. It's, so all, or it's yeah, different. All that anger I had towards seeing him like push kids in lockers and shit mm-hmm. just completely went away. And then we just we just talked, and I, and, and I think we might even have... We had a beer after he finished what he was doing. He came over and had a beer with me, and we were just talking. And I never saw him again after that. But I was like, all right. You know, sometimes sometimes you, you can let that anger go, and this guy. This is person obviously, the obviously needs counseling. He does. Or like, I don't know, but he, this this person needs help. Like, I understand you went through some shit, but maybe you need counseling or something because you you're, let it you're go. the complete asshole. So you gotta let it go. He he yeah. is he is the asshole. That guy used to be the asshole, but now this guy became yeah. the asshole. Now he's the bully. Right. I, I I don't like bullies. I I fucking hate bullies. I really really do. Good job. Good job. So there, so finding there, there you an go. asshole that, that is telling the story. I've got one more. It's a really good one. It's a sweet story. Okay. I, I want to end on, so I'll, I'll let you uh, take the reins here. Since you are the host of the show, go ahead and uh, host the show. And stop playing with your game. What is that big titty committee interrupting our show? No. Is that big titty committee? Is she making fun of me again? Is she laughing at me? Well, let's see here. Uh-oh. What's up, honey? I had so much fun the other day. How do you feel about round two? Let me see her. Oh my god, what kind of weird shit is that? It's like some... She just got some weird text message from some random woman. With, with a, Yeah, with her picture. I mean, like, we could work with that. Go ahead and invite Apparently her over. Apparently I had a good time the other night. Well, go ahead and invite her over so I can have a good time too. <laughs> shit, why not? Looks like Christmas like, came early happening? for the nerd this year. I'm, I'm like, pictures are coming up on my freaking yeah, watch. Yeah, like, like, is... a picture of her face. I mean, bitch, show some Ted if you want to come into this house and get clapped. Weird. <laughs> weird. What the hell is going on with this show? What a train wreck. Oh my god. All right, get to your your other story then I got my Guinness World Record. If okay, we can wrap okay. It up. All right, boss. If you want to end with your Guinness World Record, I have the sweetest story ever and this is something one thing we do with this show is we don't 
subscribe to one theory. We will give you one side of a story, and then we'll give you another side another week. We we are always very open with our responses and what we say. Everything we say is 100% real and genuine, and we give credit where credit's due. If a cop does something bad, we bash the cop. If they do yeah. something good, we praise the cop. That's just how we are. Yeah. More people need to be like that, at least. All right? We bash pit bulls a lot. Okay. I, 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 I hate pit bulls, but I will give them credit, especially in this story. This might be my personal favorite story as far as sweet stories go. They carry a bad stigma of violence despite being loyal, sweet-tempered dogs in most cases, pit bulls. That's why we love taking a look back at stories like these that not only restore our faith in our fellow humans, but give us a chance to cheer for misunderstood dogs everywhere. So this one dates back to October 2020. The story just recently began uh, going viral. A woman was walking her dogs in North St. Louis neighborhood around 8 a.m. one day and saw a toddler walking down the street by itself. Dressed in pajamas, a toddler's only companion was a very large, menacing pit bull who calmly trotted alongside of it. <laughs> That's cute. He looked well taken care of. He was very neat, very clean. He just didn't have shoes on, said the woman, who wished to remain anonymous. Taking it upon herself to find the lost boy's home, the woman began knocking on doors, trying to see if anyone recognized the child. The pit bull followed along the entire way. Hmm. After two hours of searching, the boy's father recognized the child in a social media post, and the family finally reunited. The only thing that drives me a little social angry media here is course. why is his father on social media and not hitting the streets looking for this child? But why did she put it to social media and not go to a police station? Well, she was knocking on doors, and I, I, I don't know either. I, I don't want to take away from this the moment so, here. It's, yeah, it's, it's, so I mean, weird. That's not the reaction I would have had. If I would have found a child walking the streets, I would have stopped. I would have assessed Looked the situation. Around. Is there a nearby park? Anyone around daycare. here? Yeah. I, I would have said, I would have asked, hey, child, are you okay? Where's your mom? Where's your dad? Is everything okay? And then maybe take the child in the car with you if the dog let you. And then you, you, you bring it to the uh, police station and then let the cops take care of it. But that's just what we would do. But, but uh, anyway, despite the, the pit bull being a stray dog... It stayed by the young boy's side the entire time as if he was protecting the child from danger. The boy was clearly equally fond of the newfound buddy and reportedly kept repeating puppy during their reunion with the father. So the boy got reunited with the dad and was looking for this dog the whole time. For the neighbor who found the boy, helping him find his home was the least she could do for the sake of her neighborhood. She goes, it is important that we stick together, that we help each other, that we go back to the things that our grandparents and our community used to do. Uh, that we should all build a giant sense of community. Well, where's the puppy? Where's the pit bull? Did the pit bull, Did the dad take the pit bull? It's there a stray. There weren't any updates on, on on the dog. Sadly, I wish I can tell you that the dad was like, "All right, let's take this dog and protect my kid." It protected my kid. You know what? But I mean, this I, is this is wild. This is wild. This dog took this child in as its mm-hmm. own and made sure the child was safe the entire trip. As, as this child wandered these streets alone without shoes on, this dog. Yeah, and where did it. the kid come from? I read this story, and when I found this story, I read it, and <clears throat> I was uh, and I was a little edibled up, and it almost got me. It almost got me. I started feeling my uh, eyes starting to get a little heavy. Were you dying at the moment? There was a lot of dust in the room. That's all I got to say. There was a lot of dust in the room, and, and, and it was all by my face and my eye area. And, and I kept rubbing at my eyes trying to stop the dust from uh, making my eyes tear up. But, yeah, this was a very heartwarming story. And I hope this dog was taken in somewhere. I hope it has a nice home. Like, maybe it wandered from from, from a fence and was like, hey, this kid needs help. I'm going to yeah, protect good with kids. it. Very good with kids. This dog deserves the biggest treat from mm-hmm. Rachel Ray's cabinet of delicious dog treats. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that is amazing. And 
absolutely just incredible story. And it makes you wonder if there's something bigger out there. Because I've been looking for something bigger out there. Like something that is just out there. Like maybe this was an old relative that was a spirit that saw this child and wanted to, to guide this child. You know, oh and it took the God. form of a dog. And, and, and it protect and as soon as that baby was reunited with the father, it just went back into heaven. Oh, good lord. Okay. No, well. pro- no probably it was it was just a fucking dog that was probably like, I'm gonna protect my next meal until I get hungry again. Oh, for God's sake. And they found it just in time. Alright, well a, ser- a serial Guinness World Record Breaker from Australia recaptured his former record and we tried to do this ourselves by arranging six M and M's into a vertical stack. Oh thank God he got the record back. Thank God. This fucking shit is hard to do. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get two on, to stack on top of each other. Brendan, uh, Brendan Kelby, who's 22, previously stacked four M&Ms in 2020, equaling the record originally set by Italian Silvio Sava and making him the joint holder of the title. So that was how many? Four. Four M&Ms. The record was broken in June of 2021, because apparently people are just obsessed with stacking these M&M's. <laughs> when British man Will Cupville created a stack of five M&M's in Rocco something or other of Italy became a joint holder of the record when he equaled the total of the, the following month. So then, so it went from four to five. Hmm. These people are nuts. So Kelby recaptured the title by stacking six M&M's into a tower that stood for at least ten seconds at his home in Queensland. I don't know how these people are doing it. I don't know why they're doing it. I, 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 but I can't figure it out. I have tried. I don't know how they're doing that. You just got to be very careful. So I've decided to break the, uh, this record because I'm a serial record breaker. And I'm a... Uh, I don't know. I guess, Apparently he holds a lot of records, he said. Yeah. The Australian's other records include most drumstick flips in one minute. Yeah. Longest duration spinning a basketball on a pair of spectacles. Uh, tallest tower of dice stacked on the back of a hand in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Most dice stacked into a tower in 30 seconds while blindfolded. And longest duration spinning a basketball on the nose. <sighs> Who, these are the dumbest ones I've ever heard. Things that are going to get you very Who? far in life. Who's worse? Him? Or the other guy. I don't even say this fucking guy. <laughs> the other guy's worse, okay? Because... Because I've heard his name a lot more, I guess. I I, I don't know. I, I guess if you got the time in your hands... And I just wanted to grab something. this one because we literally tried this on the podcast, to stack yeah. M&M's one, one, pod, uh, one episode. So I'm mm. just like, oh, someone someone broke the record. Well, good for them. Jesus. <laughs> These people have way too much fucking time on their hands is all I got to say. They really do. Oh, my God, man. This is going to be a, an interesting week. That's all I got to say. It's going to be... Um, well... It could either be really good or really bad. But at least we have each other, unfortunately. So we will definitely get through this. Well, when you're very loving yeah. and loving everybody in the world. Well, I got to get high first, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's it's going to be interesting, people. Oh, like, man. Fasten your seatbelts. This is going to be a very long week. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, the top of the show, I don't know if I can promise I'm going to get everybody till Friday. So <laughs> I know it's a lot of the press people out there right now. I heard the giant sigh, collective sigh across the United States. Nerd doesn't want to get to the end of the week anymore. <laughs> I, 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 I to hope first. to. I mean, I hope that this magical pit bull can can follow me and, and, and make sure I mm-hmm. get safely through to Friday. And hopefully, he can get us there too, people. It's going to be rough, but very, uh, very uh, trying times coming up. That's all I got to say. So keep on laughing at me, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy 
my my personal hell and torture that I'm going through. My worst nightmare has come true. Someone I know lives right across the street from me. Not in the neighborhood directly. It could only happen that way. Street. The way fate likes to take a giant shit on top of me and, and, and then piss on me right afterwards. Not around the block. Not in the neighborhood. Like, you can look. It's right there. I'm expecting to hear ding dong any second now. Any second. Like, I'm, I live in fear of my doorbell ringing. How bad of a life is that? How sheltered am I as a human being? Okay. Okay, so here's a question. Here's a question, though. What's that? And I need an honest answer. You work. Yeah. If you're working and there's a knock at the door or there's a you. ring on the doorbell, like, I, the dog is going to bark. Yeah. So what happens? I already told you this. He's working. So I have to answer the door, then. I can't just ignore the door? I, I think you kind of have to at that point. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not like a random person coming over to visit where you can lie. I mean, they, they're right across the street. They're going to see movement in the house. They're going to see lights. They're going to see cars. Uh, you can't just... We can't do that. We've done it before to neighbors. Because, but, yeah, but like those people wanted to know us, and we didn't. So we just shut that door before it was ever open. This one, the door's already been open. I worked with this person. So it's <laughs> like they think there's an open invite. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> The more I think about this, I, I can't come up with a solution if this comes out well, unless I'm a complete asshole, which well, I don't want to be. I was going to say, we could say you have COVID, but can't do that because then we can't leave the house. And she doesn't give a fuck about COVID. We've had these Oh, talks. that's right. That's right. She so that does not doesn't care work about either. COVID. I mean, she's not one of those idiots that are afraid of everything that's She's from South Carolina, me. so of course she doesn't. She doesn't give a fuck. She had COVID like three times already. She doesn't give a fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Jesus, man. What a nightmare this is going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need you to get me through the week. I've got you guys through a lot of Fridays. I'm going to need you to get me through Friday, and uh, hopefully we can make it through another week. But until then, I am done for this week's episode of Monday and all that good stuff. I got shit I got to do. So would you like to tell the lovely people where they can find us, please? Um, you can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery podcast at gmail.com. And, and also, uh, uh, yeah, I got, yeah, got, I, I, no, I, well, I have to, so, someone's waiting to get clapped. I don't know why that, and they texted me, so I need to just respond to, well, tell her to <laughs> fucking, <laughs> make sure she does her hair. So that picture's not, random. that picture's not very flattering ever, so make sure she, uh, she definitely does her hair first. So freaking random. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a nightmare, but yeah, we'll <laughs> fucking see what we can do. And until then, make sure you guys go to uh, built.com and use our code VOMSHOW to save 10% off any order. They got the white raspberry bars in stock right now, and they are absolutely phenomenal. I was never a fan of raspberry, but this one has a nice, like, white sugar drizzled over the top. Just enough to, to satisfy that little buzz that I need when I'm high. Absolutely amazing. Go to built.com, use our code VOM show, and also check out the other sponsors in the description of the podcast. Click on the link, use our code, save big money, and help out a good cause. Until then, we'll see you next time. You have anything you want to end on? Adios. Adios. Goodbye.